Squared Circle 101, you got your man, that Italian Stallion, Mr. Picky Ring Shining himself. Now with me today is, with me today, man, is, is, is another version of Brother Lynch Hung bringing in his season of the sickness. Mr. Coldplay himself, my man Shooter, how you doing? Sure, man, I feel like trash, honestly, man. This is going to be our sickest episode yet. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or on Instagram at Squared Circle 101. Or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. Let's get this started. The champ's here, baby. Huh? Another fight weekend. Nah, I honestly didn't get none of your brother Lynch Hunt references. I don't listen to him. Nefarious, so, so black West market, Coast, uh, none of that stuff, man. I, I never got down with that, man. 40 ounces and chronic dice? Nothing? Oh, man. Oh, my nah, God. Nah, I don't, I don't know nothing about that. Mm. That's why you're sick right now, dude. Man, you know what's terrible about this, man? What? Is I hate vulnerability. Ooh. Ah, uh, that's why. Has it do, is anything to do with your commitment and relationships? <laughs> Actually, that's part of it, too. Ooh, psychological nah, but, um, breakthrough. I, I, hate, I hate being vulnerable, man. So, like, just even fighting off this cold is taking me out. I ain't been to the gym yesterday or today. I couldn't give them Spoken like this. a true hot chick right there. Yeah, it... it, it <laughs> It sucks, man. It really does, man. and I hate it. Went to hot yoga this morning, tried to sweat some of it out. Couldn't <laughs> nah, even, couldn't even do everything. You gotta in use there, your man. boy Sunny Hill's plan, man. You need a blunt and a fifth. You smoke it to the head, wrap up, sweat it out overnight. I'm telling you, uh, I'm telling you. Write it down. It works. Write it down. It works. If not, go me, back leave, to imrcf.com <laughs> and work it out. Sweat it out that way. Do the two week trial. Go see my man Low if you're over here in Western Washington. Maybe if you're down by Renton, go see my man Lynn. Just check him out. You tell him you know me. They'll give you two weeks free to try out. That's what I'm saying. My man here, he, he ain't been there in a week. He's still ripped with a sickness. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, you would think it's steroids because he's ripped and still sick. I don't know. I don't get it. But make sure you hit him up, imrcf.com forward slash contact. Just try it out, man. How, how are we winning? What you got for me? All right, man. You got to remember, failure and success go hand in hand. You need to learn from one to get to the other. That's right. So just like um, just like we said, I think it was two episodes ago, um, Max Kellerman said, man, anybody who walks into a championship fight, you know, undefeated hasn't learned anything. Yep. So, and then we've, we've seen that, man. We've, we've labeled a show to come back is always greater than the fall. So yep. it's, um, that's what you'll be remembered for, but you gotta, you gotta take your failures and build on that. That's right. For learn your from your mistakes. That's it. Learn yep. from your mistakes. That's how we do it. That's how you learn everything from a bad joke to a bad pickup line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, sink or swim, man. That's Shoot right. your shot. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, man, we Shoot had a good, shot. we had a good weekend, man. Stack so. fight weekend. Well, actually, I had a good weekend, man. You know, got got to go back home, man. VA, man. Yep. I was chilling there for a second, man. And for good. a good reason too. A birthday party, not like yeah, a, man. No, no, no funerals or anything like that. As you now, get older, uh, it always seems to be one or the other. Yeah, basically, man. Right? For, for real, man. You don't even take account to all that until you know really until realize how blessed you are. But yeah, man. So just got back. I was a little mad because I was up in the air, and it, I had to rush to watch a whole bunch of these matches. Uh, because when I got you back, gotta undownload was... the fight game off your iPad. I want to watch it too. Oh, oh okay, I got you. My <laughs> so bad, you know. Man. Okay, so you know. Yeah, I had to watch that in the air too. Yeah, but, I want to watch it. So my uh, my yeah. flight was actually at the same time a lot of the fights were on, so I didn't get to download those and watch those. But uh, nice. 
I think good I fight weekend. Yeah, great fight weekend. Great man, fight so weekend. Anyway, let's get into some gangster stuff, so, man. Just for some headlines, your man Amir Mom got yep. a win on there. Yep. Good to see him back in the win column. Josh Taylor pulled off what nobody thought was possible. He knocked out Miguel Vasquez in, in the ninth round. And then Liam Smith won the grudge match with him and, Liam, him and Liam Williams. So those are three top wins right there. Josh Taylor probably got the best winner out of all three, but Amir Mom need that he need that confidence win. Yeah, and especially he need that confidence like um, win. We uh we're talk we're gonna be talking about him one of my other uh favorite up and comers um later on down the road but Amir Mom was one of those prospects that I really liked so it was uh I'm mad that it wasn't televised yeah. but you know I think he's had one or two fights since uh, since his loss since Granados, his Granados yeah. since his Granados lost and then uh, he's coming back so but he was on a good fight card yeah he was on a good fight card now for what of that fight card that was televised was uh Jose Ramirez and Mike Reed was actually the main event, but that was the quickest fight on there. So we'll talk about that one first. Okay. And uh, Mike Indeed Reed, this is the battle of the, the two undefeated prospects for top rank. Yeah, Mike Reed, 23-0 and 0 with 12 knockouts. Jose Ramirez, 20-0 and 0 with 15 knockouts. Knockouts. Somebody, but, yeah. Somebody's always got to go. Yeah, somebody's right? always got to go. Um, Mike Reed's went. I, yeah, his went. Um, In about a minute, the first thing, seconds. The first thing that I, um, that I see, especially when you're walking into the ring, Freddie Roach is the trainer. Yep. So you got a seven-time train. You got a seven-time trainer of the year. Uh, he just came out really aggressive. Um, he was just the better this fighter. This is two knockout wins for headliners for Freddie Roach because yeah. he knocked out his boy, knocked out Corrales a couple yeah. weeks ago, and now he came in and knocked out Mike Reed. Hey, and for real, that's a good win. Mike so, Reed came out. He came out. He was calm. He was poised. He was countering, looking for a timing. They both had speed, but um, power was Jose there. Ramirez. His aggressiveness just too much. just took too over. Much. And yeah. in uh, TKO round two, they just called it. Um, Pretty quick. That's at the super lightweight at 142. So um, make sure you – Mike Reed – Mike, yes, indeed, Reed. We've talked about him. We discussed him more. He's a he's a really good fighter, he's good. actually. He's um He's slick. He's a traditional yeah. boxer. He yeah. is a he's a straight boxer. Look for um, the counter. Easy. But we'll, we'll, we'll see him – his name still in the future. Is um, Top rank didn't lose nothing by, by making these undefeated fighters fight at all. At all. Because you mean you had one guy look really good. And we know that Mike Reed's just going to get more work, yeah. period. That's what it is. So exactly. Now you got Ramirez, who's the better of the two. You have someone you might be able to market and get him into big fights. Next up, uh, we'll talk about Archer, Benavive, and Enrico Coley. Enrico Coley. Great name, Enrico. Is it? Yes. Is it really? Great name, great name. I don't know if I it, was thinking of ECMD. ECMD. I like that, actually. Yeah, that, that's a lot better than RCMD, right? Uh, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought about that, that the other day, man. ECMD. Was... Yo, this is ECMD. Next album coming out. Hey, for real. No, <laughs> dead serious, man. Was, Back in like, business that. seven. Yeah, so. All right. Enrico Colin versus Artur Better Biev. Um, now, I, it ahead. should be Artur Better Biev versus Enrico Colin, but as, as the name Enrico, I just naturally put it first. But you were looking to get your man rounds. You got your man rounds. Yeah. Right? What was a better fight? Did you get to Did you get to listen and watch the fight? Yeah, I watched it. So, yes. what was better, the fight in the ring or the argument with Teddy and the other guy during the fight about it? Teddy and the other guy. Yeah, way better, right? Yeah, the fight I wasn't really. That got um, that um, got awkward. I was um I got to read the comments of this fight before the before I got to watch the fight. So like you know I'm getting on my phone I'm getting yeah. the ESPN alerts that says Artur better be of um, pummels Enrico Colin. 
No, that he, wasn't it. So no, I, was, I was. He went uh, ten round. He went all the way to the distance yeah, and then lost yeah. in the last round. Yeah. So and I'm thinking of Artur better be. He's eleven and zero with eleven knockouts. All right, and I can see that. I was like, when I think of pummel, I think of Minute, just getting him out. I'm just getting him out quick, of here right, right away. away. Or round. just the whole time this guy like Enrico Colin will not quit, and Artur better be just keeps beating him until you know until submission. No, Enrico Colin landed good punches. Yep. He used great distance, and he shows why he is a top contender. But Archer better be just too big, too strong. Yeah, um, he wasn't. Enrico Colon wasn't throwing enough punches for me. That's true. Um, and I want to say it was Mark Schlereth from uh, NFL Live who I watched. He has this one quote that um, that I always, I always say, and I, I put it on just uh, towards life. He goes, uh, "Show me a quarterback that doesn't take chances, and I'll show you a loser." And that was the reason why Enrico Colon was the loser on this night. Yep. Just didn't throw enough. He didn't take any chances, Not especially, at all. When, you're, Play especially it too safe. when you're somebody. Who Your record is twenty three with one, one loss. One loss, six Only, knockouts, but yeah. still. Yeah, you got to take those. You got to take those chances, especially because you're not going to outpower um, our tour. Better be no, it. Um, he um, he was patient, even with all he had. He was patient, even though he has all that power. He handled his business. Um, he was just getting his rounds, just kind of like we said. Uh, he had a knockdown in round twelve, and then uh, eventually got the TKO in round twelve. So he he handled his work. It, he could. I, I figured he could have got him out there a lot sooner, but you know. I don't know if he could have, because Rico Coley took a lot of punishment in there and he absorbed a lot, and I think it was one of those things that last final round, where your head and body just stopped agreeing with each other, and his head was like, "You can keep going." Yeah. His body just said, "No, bro, it's it time to go. Well, it's time to go down." Because well, kind of you be- probably could have let the, the the ref probably could have let it continue, but there was no point. Yeah. Um. Kind of piggyback on what you just saying. Um. Enrico Colon was fighting more not to lose instead yes. of to win. So, fighting to survive. Um, so when you go into that survival mode, it is kind of harder. It's hard, it. it's hard to it's get hard out of it. It's hard to get out of it. It's hard to get out of it. But then sure. it is hard for somebody Ooh. to try to get you out of That's there when you go into straight because you're not going to take get as many chances to knock somebody out when they're in survival mode um, as far as just moving and they're not going to stand there. They're just going to yeah. keep moving. So it was um, Artur Berbiev. He, he still keeps his knockout streak. Uh, this was for the... Um, IBF, 175, uh, light heavyweight IBF. Uh, title. Yep. yep. So we have a new 175 champion. Will we see... All right, what do you want to see next? You, you want to see Better B versus Adonis Stevenson? Uh, Andre Fonfara? Or you want to see him straight to Kovalev? I want to see him versus uh, Andre Fonfara or whatever. Ooh, I want, how about Sullivan Barrera? Sullivan, any, anyway, I want it to be a build-up. See, especially since he doesn't have... You know record. who's also ranked in the IBF pretty high? Mike Gavronsky from Tacoma. Oh, 175. Yeah. Well, how would you feel if he got a better beef shot? We'd have to. I, I well, say we. I go, I, I go for the hometown love. Uh, I say. I say. I say. We call Hornquist and tell him let's uh, hold off. Let's, let's wait. Yeah, be like, hey, let's don't do that, man. Because hey, you're gonna max hey, out yeah, on anything yeah, yeah. that you do yeah. after that. Let them kill each other first, then go in and swoop it up. All right, let them kill each other first, and then go swoop it up. As yeah. As, see, and the thing is, um, with Andre Ward gone, just like the Terrence Crawford thing. Where you have somebody who's not going to dominate that, yep. and then now, um, from watching the fight game, which you um, yep. which you'll see once I take it off, and you'll be able to do that uh, <laughs> after you, watching sir. the last Appreciate fight that. game. Oh, that's another thing here. Put on here. Um, we're going to talk about pound for pound, pound yeah. for pound rankings. Period. Because there, there's a couple things that I saw that I actually wanted to um, go over. But so just like when Terrence Crawford left the 140, and you have Andre Ward leaving 175, you have 
Uh, Sergey Kovalev now he doesn't look invincible, so I think he'll get more shots and more people will feel more confident. But you but know, he's not invincible. He's not invincible. He's not invincible. His heart's gone, bro. Yeah. So, but Snatched. you got so many people now. As far as I think it's wide open and anybody could uh, take control. Uh, Dimitri Bivol, who we covered last yep. week, you said uh, weird KTFO, but got a KTFO. Yep. Uh, Alexander Gozdik, um, Badu Jack, um, Marcus Brown, who Woo. mentioned Joe Smith Jr. Woo. Um, so we got we got a Eric one seventy five is stacking yeah, it, up. It really, and you know what's so funny? It's this good is, to see it. This is the it's a loss good, of vision. This is the good and bad thing about boxing. When you have somebody who's really great, like an Andre Ward or a Terrence Crawford, and they wipe out, and it's just like, all right, well, everybody's playing for second place. You know, you're not really going to get that publicized. But when you have them leave, it leaves everything so wide open. So, football terms. Yeah. This year alone, nobody knows who's going to the Super Bowl, and nobody knows, that, like, even, like, right. the Eagles, the, you know, all, all these guys – you know they have great records, but you're just like you still don't believe them. You you still don't know it's wide open, and so that's what we have in some of these weight classes. I think we talked about this with uh, the super lightweight at 140 division. So we are we have a lot of things open. So I'm really excited. So I don't want our tour better be able to just come out and take on Sergey Kovalev or not. Let him get a defense in there. Let him get a defense in there. And then start taking out the... A lot has changed between the amateurs and the pros. A lot has changed. You got a leader, Alvarez. Yep. You get it. So, yeah, before you get I there. I about him, too. That's some good names in the 175-pound division, and I'm glad to see it getting heated up. Now, let's go to this HBO card. And you now... Know what? Hey, hold on, man. Yeah. And I see another thing that you don't have in there, see, too. we got the sickest episode yet, baby. Uh, okay, we got the Jerome Miller. F-flu shots. You didn't... Do you have it on here? What? You do not have Cletus Selden versus Roberto Ortiz fight on. I didn't see it. You didn't see it? No. I will. I will. Okay. Since I did my job and I'm the professional, (laughs) just go ahead and mark that in there, and we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, We'll talk about that before the Daniel Jacobs. Okay. Go ahead and start talking, baby. I ain't seen it. Yeah, you ain't seen it. Get it it on the list. Well, I'm gonna give you something uh, because. Cletus Selden is in that super lightweight, that 140. So that's something that we're going to have the to do. The only name black people should never name their children Cletus. Cletus. Go ahead. You got it in there? Yep. All right. So um, now we got that. Did you, oh, you want to talk about Jarrell? I want to talk about the Jarrell Miller first. Okay. All right. Let's talk about Jarrell Miller. Yeah. So Jarrell Miller, this Versus. was. So, Jerome Miller has always been in the same category as the Charlos for me. For As one of those guys, like, I kind of like him, but I don't know if he's real. But at the same time, I can't stand him, right? Yeah. And I like the... Uh, Jermel, I'm a fan. Jamal, well, yeah. But Jerrell Miller, I don't Big know if baby. I like him or not. Big Baby. I like the nickname Big Baby. It looks like Oliver Miller's son from the Phoenix Sun Center a long time yeah. ago. Okay. But the way he dominated Marius Walk lets me know... That he's for real, as far as in the heavyweight, as a heavyweight contender. Both of these big boys, Marius Walk, uh, 33 and 2 with 17 knockouts. Jarrell Miller was a uh, 19 0 with 17 knockouts. Jarrell Miller, what impressed me was he was comfortable. Yep. But I'm not. I wasn't too impressed with him. I thought that I thought he fought a lower level opposition. I thought he got him. Marius Walk. It was a TKO he, in round round eight. He has the power, mm-hmm. but his level of competition does not impress me. So I still need to see more from this man. He made Marius Walk look like a low level competition. He was a legit contender, but he made him look low level. He held him to throw in. Marius Walk averages sixty five punch throws per round. He was doing twenty five punches per round, either by poor training or just 
too big, too strong, Jarrell Miller. I don't want to. I don't want to jump uh, too far ahead because we're going to cover these guys a little bit later. But do you see Jarrell Miller in the same classes as Deontay Wilder or Not yet. Anthony Joshua? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No. Um, I didn't see I, him I beat a Dominic don't... Brazil. I need to see him beat a. Uh, Eric Molina, uh, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to see him Chris, beat uh, Gerald Chris Butler, Chris, Chris, Chris Ariola. Ariola. I need to see him beat one of those guys first. No, I don't see him Definitely. beating Lewis Ortiz. <sighs> that's a great matchup. Yeah, yeah, that's a great that's matchup. That's a great matchup yeah, right there. I don't, I don't, Ooh, see I don't know, like man. That. I don't know. I think he, I think he can hang with the Luis Ortiz. Honestly, I think he'd do it. I think or, he'd hang with him. Or even, what if we even got an in shape Bermain Stavern? <laughs> like, like no, that's a good matchup. He could yeah, be, he could be huge. Yeah, he could probably beat him at, yeah. from what we saw from the last Deontay Wilder fight. But Bermain Stavern wasn't even ready for that. Yeah, I don't know if I trust in Jerome, uh Big Baby Miller yet. I, I like him because of his personality. I like him because he wants to take all challenges. Yeah. He is undefeated. But, good mouth. Um, I got to see. I like him because he signed with Eddie Hearn. I do like that. I think I think he made a smart he's business got a, decision. Got a crush on Eddie Hearn, don't slightly, you? slightly, slightly. <laughs> he's always in a suit, baby, looking sharp. And, and the British accent, it does get you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like if if I was gonna get bad news from a doctor, I wanted to be British. <laughs> but, <laughs> like yeah, your mom's dying. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. Thanks oh, a lot. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, I'll take it easier. That's for sure. I'll take it easier. But all right, let's talk about Cletus Seldon. Man. All right. What's so, the scoop on his cat? So Bruce Seldon's you, son. No. Former. No. No. Cletus Seldon's wife. Cletus Seldon's white, what? Yeah, man. Cletus Seldon's white. Hold on. I'm going to bring it up real quick. He's not related to Bruce Seldon? No. That's, yeah. That's what I was, uh. Huh. Here, let me okay. bring this up. So, okay. Yeah. He's the Hebrew hammer. Okay. White people. Don't name your son Cletus. Yeah. Bad so, name? I was wondering. So, when you told me about that. Now, see, this is what I get for taking your word on it. You said Cletus Seldon, and I said Bruce Seldon. I was like, all right, cool. So, not a problem. I could have swore. But then I, then I, the match came up, and I was like. Um, uh, what am I watching? What is Sonny Ogami? No. So, yeah, he's called the Hebrew Hammer. So this is what Cleta Seldon nickname. looks like. Yeah. So When was the Seldon, last time there has been a Jewish boxer? They actually talked about that a lot, which I think you should really go over because they actually went over a history of um, uh, Jewish bro- boxers. And uh, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman is really, I, I love that guy. Yeah, the more too. and more he talks, especially he, he's in his element. Not first take Max Kellerman, but HBO Max Kellerman. That, that's my favorite guy, uh, just period. So Cletus Seldon, he came in uh, versus Roberto Ortiz. Roberto Ortiz was 35-1, 26 knockouts. Um, 20-0, Cletus Seldon with 16 knockouts. You know who this guy reminded me of? Who? Avondale Kurt Cities. Okay. L- same style. The, okay. He, not necessarily a Mike Tyson so peekaboo style. A Russian enforcer. But just a, the, yes, exactly like him. Um, one of the things... Uh, I did worry about his stamina because he came he came in just reckless in the beginning. Bro, uh, there was a okay. stoppage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Cletus Seldon grew up from Shirley, uh, grew up in Shirley, where this is, I guess, in New York. His father, Harry Seldon, his grandfather, Lee Seldon, headed a, a motorcycle club called the Dragons in Bedford, Stuyvesant. Best Bedford Stuy. That's Bedford. Best Stuy. That's Best Stuy, Brooklyn. Okay, in man. Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. He's got a do rag on his head. Yeah, nah, man. He's yo, for he's real. Straight, he's straight Brooklyn, man. And so, like when I when I saw him, the first thing I thought of was Curtis. It was he's a bully. He's um he had a knockdown the first fifteen seconds of round one. Then he had another knockdown in round one. Uh, ended up being a TKO in round three. This is for, uh super lightweight. So at one forty, he is going to be a force to to be reckoned with. Uh, Roberto Ortiz, Hebrew and hammer. he's his only loss at the started out of his. Uh, all of his fights was uh, Lucas Matisse. Okay. Um, he had a lot of blood, man. When he, <laughs> when uh, I'm gonna watch this fight. Watch it. Yeah, you got you gotta watch it though, because um, Cletus Seldon, he may be 
the replacement for that uh, Kurt Sittis okay. since uh, my man's up north right the now. Hebrew <laughs> hammer. The, the, Hebrew, right. the Hebrew hammer. So yes. that's somebody that you really have. I bet Kurt Sittis ain't up. said nothing yet. No, you can't say nothing, nothing, man. He can't. He has to stay. He had to keep his nose clean, man. Guy like that, you think they have like they have to, they don't have to worry about it in, in, when they get locked up in prison? No, not at all. Right? Like right. not. You know, Russian enforcer, known contender. For real, man. This is like when your job is to beat up people for a living and then, outside and, and inside and, the ring. And I was about to say, not even in boxing. Just you just be there. Just, just that's just what you do. General. Hey, man, you you that travels fast in jail, prison, all that. Undocumented fast, so. fist. It really is. What's your um your boy Vin Diesel from Knock Around Guys? What was his uh? uh five hundred. <laughs> he said you're not a legit tough guy until you yeah, have five hundred street, street fights. fights. Yeah, right. man. So I will put Cletus Seldon in that. I will put Kurt Sittis in that. Uh, you gotta watch this guy, man. Um, I'm gonna look. I like him. I'll watch him later. Yeah, you you have to watch him later. He's um, he's a phenomenal person to watch. Um, Tell like you got a good story. Yeah. I love the nickname Hebrew Hammer. The Hebrew Hammer. I have to, I have to check in with my uh, my local historian, my father, about yeah. some 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 Jewish fighters. See what he has to say. Yeah. And we'll match it with Max Kellerman. See if their uh, info matches each matches other. Up. Yeah, you know man. So. Let's look at Jan Daniel Jacobs, the Miracle Man Jacobs, who is becoming one of my favorite all time fighters. Great story, great personality, great looks. Versus Luis Arias. <sighs> I wish I could go back in time and tell Luis just to say, hey, hey, shut up. Watch your mouth. So one of the things Be I had quiet, notes, just watch your mouth. One of the things, you can't run your mouth. That's one of the yeah. things you can't run your mouth. And then... Know who you're okay, running it to, so, at least. So when we make our picks, and even after we make our picks, when we come in here and we do our show, we check people's track records. We see yep. who they fought. Yep. We cross press for all that. Yep. Do, look, you're going to knock out somebody who Triple G didn't knock out. Lu- Can't Luis, uh, Lu- Luis Arias, you are 18 0 with nine knockouts. <laughs> Half, 50%. You were outmatched. He's a pure boxer. He now, was, he was only one boxer. who took the fight, also. Yeah, because maybe other people know something that you did. Obviously, you didn't check the track record. They're, they're selling the fight, then there's talking smack, then there's crossing the line, right? And apparently, to Daniel Jacobs, this mother, this fool crossed the line, right? <laughs> And he let him know it. Daniel Jacobs practiced on this fool. He chose different styles that we haven't seen. Yeah. He showed us moves we didn't know he knew. Yeah. He went southpaw. You know, he went orthodox. He just started doing my... I honestly, I glanced in this. I stopped watching because you already knew the outcome. Yeah. It's like there are certain fights unless, you know... He could have put that man out in six rounds, bro. He could have. He could have put him out in six rounds and chose to beat you down for 12. Ouch. Daniel Jacobs, you know another reason why I liked him after I, um, or during this fight when I was watching him? Because he's black. Of course. That's the number one reason. Okay. So that's just like when anybody talks about Michael Jordan in basketball. I'm like, we know. He's the greatest ever. So we're not even going to mention that. Yeah. His style matches with anybody. <sighs> with anybody. So when they say styles make fights. That's spice, a poster. Yes. That's a, fu- that's yes. a freaking poster. Yes. yes. Poster of Daniel Jacobs. And that I want that quote on it. Style matches with anybody. He is like. I'm going to create that meme. you going to create that meme? I'm going to quote it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit. Um, Into the 36 Chambers, Wu Tang. Uh, when Method Man is describing all the members of Wu Tang Clan, ha. and he goes to Old Dirty Bastard, he's like, because there's, no, there's no father to a style. Ha. Daniel Jacobs is the Old Dirty Bastard of boxing. Yes. There's no father to a style. Except just and a better parent. And he can match with anybody. So he's just a better parent. There's not one person that can say, oh, this style will be able to nope. beat him because nope. Daniel Jacobs can. I don't think nobody can. Yeah. Canelo, so. Triple G, don't want no part of this man at all. 
He will not get a rematch against Triple G, or and he will not get a fight against Canelo. So they out, want no part of this. So he man. knocks out Sergio Mora in his first in his second go around. Yep. Then he uh, then he loses to Triple G. So Sergio Mora and, Tri- and Triple G are his only two, two losses on the yeah. record. He was 30, th- 32 and no, thirty two. Danny Jacobs' only losses on his record is Dimitri Pyrog and Triple G. Oh yeah, he beat no. Sergio Mora twice. Yeah. So, um, but 29 knockouts. Oh. Yes. <coughs> Great fighter. Season of the Sickness. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or on Instagram at Square Circle 101. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention this one. Download the app. It's available at Google Play and iOS. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Just get the app. I'm not sure how updated it is. It's actually pretty updated, man. Sweet. Especially since we're getting down to the end of the year. I just got to put in some more... Um, Maybe some KTFOs, updates of KTFOs in there, get some <laughs> recent bouts up the, up in there, as long as we keep him running. <coughs> Don't worry, he is still alive. How do you feel? You know what I'm looking forward to? I want to talk about this, what's coming up next week is going to be uh, Thanksgiving. It's going to be our second Thanksgiving episode. I, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't t- wait till we get to it. Because that's, that's going to be a fun one, right? Yeah. Now, let's talk about Luis Ortiz, not suspended. And retains his WBC rankings. What were you wasting my time with? Why didn't he fight? So I put the... <coughs> my bad. <coughs> I'm dying over here, man. <laughs> I'm so... dying over here. Yo. That's a, that's a so that's famous the, uh, uh, Al Pacino on, uh, line from a movie. See, I'm dying, I'm over, dying here. over here. So I put the article up in... Um, Facebook.com? Yeah. Uh, forward square, slash squared circle 101? Yeah, correct. So it... I didn't get to read through it too much. I'm actually going to bring it up real quick. Retaining his WBC rankings. So I guess he... Did he fail or did he pass the freaking... I don't get it. I don't understand. Doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't know. uh, The thing is, I tried to do my best for what I had and for the condition I was in. So I saw something... Um, I got one eye open. I got one eye closed. I'm like, hey, this is something that we need to go over because it's important. And then I posted. And I read half of it, but incoherent. Go back to I can't. I can't. Go, I can't get through too much of it. Goes back being knee deep in some. In sleep. Yeah. Go back deep, knee deep in sleep. Sure, we'll call exactly. sleep. All right, hold on. Just an earned to have her name mentioned on live radio, live live internet radio. Right. Joseph Parker and Anthony Joshua not gonna fight in 2018. I think that's true. I've, if you were Joseph Parker right now, what would you do? Would you just sit back and let let them kill each other? I don't even think it's the, um, Joseph Parker. I I honestly think um, just just politics. I, no, I don't even think it's politics. I think Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua really want to get this out of the way. So it's not. I'm yeah. I'm gonna take this fight. I honestly think nothing it's, against I, you, bro. We yeah, gotta handle this first. We gotta handle this business. Don't man. worry. We well, forgot about you, but. You're gonna get this work. I gotta take care. Of it. And then see, this is what it needs, man. We've uh, the last. Two I like years, that though. I like yeah, that. We've had two. We've had just a lot. Parker in the last two years. Versus. We had a lot of people whose O's are losing, especially when they're at the prominent height of what they're doing. So, mm-hmm. I, I like this. I like I, if it goes the way where it's supposed to go, we may even see Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder before the summer. Yeah, I ho- I hope the winter. I hope the fall, but I wouldn't get bad at a summer matchup at all. But I would like to see them both take a respectable fight before they face each other, just because. Just because. I'm in no rush. No rush with them. No rush at all. I want to see... And also, I don't want this to get... I don't want this to come marketing around the same time as my Triple G versus Canelo matchup. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
I need that rematch first and give me my heavyweight matchup in the fall because I, I'm, I'm going to need a good fight in the fall. Well, me personally, we've talked about this a million times. I need both of these guys to have warm-up fights so that way we can definitely overanalyze mm-hmm. and over-exaggerate into preparing. So like, well, this guy knocked his out in... Just like we did with this last Anthony Joshua Deontay Wilder fight, Deontay Wilder got his uh, remains to burn out in one round. So his yep. alternate, Slept he it. got him out, and then Anthony Joshua took him all the way up to what round 10, ten, eleven, or something like that. So he got him out of there. So I want more of that, and plus, more boxing is always good, especially when you see two champs in there on a collision course. So okay. I like that. I have a quick hypothetical for you. Who would you, who would you rather fight? You get to choose. You get to choose one. You have to fight one of them. You get your skateboarder who doesn't wear a shirt, no pads, no nothing, just a hat and jeans, no shirt. And you see this guy hit the ground and fall on the concrete and not bleed. Or your drunk wrestler at the bar who's got a cauliflower ear. You got to fight one of them. I'm taking the drunk wrestler I'm with cauliflower you on ear. I'm with, you. I'm with you on this one. Explain. Just, just because... The drunk person coordination and yeah. their speed is really off, so it's yeah. not going to take a lot. So yeah. I fight a lot of sober people, and then so especially yeah. what is a a wrestler? The first thing they're going to try to do is grab you. Yep. So uh uh-uh. uh yeah. You, I'm you, you, if you okay. reach your hands out, I'm yeah. a I'm a two piece yeah. you and give you a biscuit. You never know how many there are with this with, when you got the shirtless skater. Yeah. Twenty of them can just come out of nowhere. No, when you with said skateboards shirt, in when you said shirtless skater, this is also dating too. I think of the movie Kids. Oh yeah. And then you got right? old, old boy knocking people out with the bottom of his skateboard trunks. Oof. Yeah. That no, that it ain't happening to me at all. So. At all. Raphael Garcia dies at age of ninety eight. So this man has the. Seen more to life than me and you survived He's, four wars, he or at also least three. Has had the best job in boxing. To me, if you're Mayweather's cut man, you're not gonna you're gonna get work. <laughs> you're there, but <laughs> you're, you're not really nothing much is expected. Was last time he had to work was when uh, he had a cut in the inside of his lip from yeah. a headbutt. Yeah, for real. And on, as a matter of fact, I think he was probably drunk on the side because you know he just shows up to work. I'm like, ah, nobody's gonna hit him. Yeah. So right. like that, that's probably the most work he's done, and that was the. Um, Victor Ortiz fight. <laughs> and then so now Bruce yeah. Buffer officially has the best job in boxing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who do you think gets called up for more work? Mayweather's cut man or Tom Brady's backup quarterback? Like, <laughs> who do you think has to be more ready, especially? I'm going to say Tom Brady's backup quarterback. Yeah. For the simple fact that when Tom Brady went down... He was went, probably in the middle went, of the test. They went, they went 11-5 and five with that backup quarterback. So I at least got to see him yeah. 16 games out of yeah. the season. I haven't seen uh, no. Rafael Garcia. No, um, at all. Barely. Barely. No, barely. I, I've seen Rafael Garcia more on twenty four seven or <laughs> the the Showtime the yeah. Showtime yeah, yeah. All, all Access, access. than I actually have in the ring. I, I'm not even sure if he goes to the fights or whatever. You see him on the side, but the best job in boxing. He doesn't have to work hard. Mayweather never gets cut. All right, do you want to go into pound for pound rankings now, or you want to go to okay, the, the, the fight into, card this weekend? I want to go into the pound for pound rankings. Okay. Um, because it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily of what they had, um, but you got you got to watch the fight game because it's one thing that um, I'll try. Yeah, you should try. You know, I love the king of sneak this, Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley, love sneak the king this, of sneak. King. And then the I sneak love this. Max Keller. I love Max Kellerman. Love Max Kellerman. One of the things that they can't did, rap, but which, love Max Kellerman. <laughs> one of the things that they did that really was killing me, and I was like, how can you really do that? It was when they had their pound for pound rankings. So they had. Anthony Joshua in their top five pound for pound ranking. I ain't mad at that. And then, oh, okay, I'm not mad at that. But then they, um, 
Who's but, number one? I forgot who it was. Lomachenko? Terrence Crawford. I think it was Terrence Crawford. Okay. Terrence Crawford was. We're cool there. Yeah. And then so what they did was, and they explained it, it was like uh, he said that a lot of the times they'll put them on the pound-for-pound pound ranking before anybody else does just because of what they can do. And, you know, they go on the eye test, which is I think we do for the most part. I think we do give everybody, everybody the eye, te- everybody eye test. But at the same time, I think me and you were a little bit more reluctant to put yeah. people in a pound-for-pound pound ranking. Just you got to earn it with us. You got to earn, earn it. it with us. But I kind of like the way he does because the thing is we can't, you know, it's – with the way the news works, and especially news channels, everybody wants to be first. Hey, mm-hmm. you heard it here first. Hey, I told you about this guy. Hey, and that's just that's just natural because sometimes I want to do it. I'm like, hey, man, we told you that. We, yeah. But at told the same you Jamel time, Charles going to knock out Erickson Lubin. Yeah, you did. But um, what I'm thinking is I like the way that they did it, but I still don't trust it. I don't like putting anybody on there that hasn't proven it. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, understand, so I understand if you're going to have some of these guys, you know, just because, what if he loses? What yeah. if he gets knocked out? What if yeah. it's, I mean, you have Anthony Jeff. First of all, Deontay Wilder has a better record. Yep. He only has one one law, I mean, one fight that didn't go the distance in yep. which he just avenged it. But how do you put somebody like him over Anthony Joshua? And I say, don't. And say, I don't I, I, well, I would put Deontay Wilder over Anthony Joshua just because of the amount of fights. Yeah. Been a champion longer. And I would actually, I don't, I'm not even 100% that both of them deserve top five. Exactly. Top, because right now, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, right now, I would put Terrence Crawford, Triple G, Canelo, then Lomachenko as my top five right there. Because of no Andre Ward. Yeah. Simple as that. So, I, and then we'll talk about Deontay Wilder. Then we'll talk about Anthony Joshua. I got Jamel Charlo, if not in the top 10, top 15 for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I love about the P for P rankings because you it gives everybody themselves to analyze who they think the top fighters are. They'll start looking at those fantasy matchups and which what we want to see. Yeah, I really just thought about it just because I'm like, how can you put somebody in there with who's not? And now I'm not saying Anthony Joshua hasn't been proven, but how do you put somebody in there? You know, this early, like yeah. I need those signature wins. Like, yeah. like as far as somebody like Terrence Crawford, like you know Andre Ward. After he beat Sergey Kovalev, I was like, Twice. Hey, yo, this is it. I was like, this is it. This is how I forgot. Terrence Crawford. I'm like, there's nobody 135, 140, 147 that can touch this man. All right, so there. You know, the, Canelo beats one. Triple G. I'm like, there's nobody. Yeah. There, you know, Triple so G. Triple G. I, I, I put him ahead of it because I thought he won personally. He did, he did win personally, but even Triple G, I was hesitant on putting him at the top of pound for pound rankings just for a simple fact that. I didn't like his opposite opposition. I saw a lot of yeah, people with I, better I, opposition I, I, yep, and the yep. style they beat him. I that was that was that. So it was just weird how they did it. Once you watch the episode, you'll you'll be able to see it. But I, it was just something that kind of stuck with me. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. That's why I love the P for P rankings because that knowledge gives everybody a moment to reflect and sit back and see who you agree and disagree with. Now let's talk about all these fights coming up this weekend. We got another stacked fight weekend. Let's talk about the return of yo man, Ryan Cowboy Carl. So, Ryan Cowboy Carl is Versus who you Kareem thought, Martin. Who you thought Canelo was. It was a red-headed white yeah, boy, but right. this guy's actually white. So, Ryan Cowboy Carl, I'm happy to see him. This is going to be his second fight, fight back since his loss to Eddie Ramirez. First fight back on TV? Yeah, on TV. So, um, <laughs> Eddie Ramirez Kareem, loss. <laughs> yeah, so Kareem Martin, we've actually discussed him before, too. So, Kareem Oh, yeah. Martin, yeah, so... 
Let me see. See, this is how I, I don't know if, I, if I've been hanging around black people too long or if, or if we've seen them before. Because on another fight that we're going to talk about after this is Jermonte Clark. And I was like, yeah, I feel like, I, oh, yeah, I know that fool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that fool. Like, let's talk about Ryan Carl and Kareem Martin. So, um, Kareem Martin is going to be is nine and one with three knockouts. So he got a from DC man. Mm-hmm. So got already DMV already, DMV. So already got a little bit of love for him. But uh, Ryan Cowboy Carl, he's going to have something more to prove because mm. this, this white boy's bad man. So. He's bad. He's bad. He's boy bad. I like him a lot. Now let's talk about this one here. I wrote it down on there because it was the middle fight on the fight card, and I feel like we've seen these guys fight, but I can't picture him. But Jamonte Clark versus Ivan Golub. These names ring a bell with me. Yep. I don't remember when or when we've seen him fight, but I know it was sometime within this recent year. Jamonte Clark, what's his record? He is 12 and 0 with seven knockouts. Okay. Anybody in his uh, resume that we know? No. Okay. Um, let's go to the Ivan Golub. I feel like this Ivan Golub is a guy that we've definitely seen. I guess That's not who he's day. fighting. That's not who he's fighting? Who's no, he fighting? he's fighting a Dominic Dalton. Then this is off of the Square Circle app. We're going to have to get that updated. You sure? Who is that? Who's he fighting? Uh, uh, Dominique Dalton. 19-1 and one with 10 knockouts. You sure this is off the Square Circle app? It's off of that uh, the upcoming matches, bro. Here, let me see, man. I didn't click on it, though. I didn't go into the box rec link. Make sure you download that Square Circle app. It's more accurate than we think. Wait, look at that. He's scrolling, he's scrolling, he's scrolling. And he's using his Android device, the Galaxy Note 8, because he broke his Note 5 that he was holding on for way too long. Too much porn cracked the screen. It's amazing. Yeah, Talk about he, hardcore. Yeah, on here it has. So, I don't know. On So, on Box Rec, they have um, Dominic Dalton, who he's fighting, but on... Um, We're going to go with Box Rec on this one. Just usually what the links go to. Yep. So, th- for some reason, they're both different on here. Ha. Huh. Well... Jamonte Clark, you got a free shout-out from us. Don't make us look bad. Yeah. Let's talk about Anthony the Dog Durrell making his return into the ring versus Dennis Douglin? Douglin? Douglin. Douglin? It's got to be some kind of Irish wizard. All right. Let's see what we got going on Dennis Douglin. This is, sounds like your typical like uh, New York or Boston bar fly. Right? Mm. In some Irish neighborhood. Man, the no. Dog. Man, I feel Anthony, like crap, man. Anthony the Dog Durrell. It's good to see him get back in the ring. Because we miss Anthony Durrell. Last time I saw him, he was uh, watching his brother... Andre. You know, watch his brother Andre fight, and uh, his uncle punched some random dude on the other side of the corner. Yeah. Um, he should have been on that uh, Super Series, but he decided not to. I think he could have probably taken that Super Series. He could have won the whole thing, because he didn't end up fighting Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah. He could beat him. He could beat George Groves. He could beat both them cats. He'd be winning the whole thing. So we got Anthony and get Durrell, two belts out of it. 30 and 1, 24 knockouts, fighting a Dennis Douglas, 20 and 5. Mm-hmm. So I think this was. This is just a stay busy fight. Yeah, 13 Easy knockouts. Easy stay busy fight. Wow, I was way off on Dennis Douglas. What, what did you say about him? Irish Barfly. Oh, yeah. No, um, yeah, and this is going to be. Dennis Douglas fight. He uh, just coming off a loss to David Benavidez. Too, okay. Who we've seen, who's one of our KTFOs of the year. Yep. Now, Anthony Durrell needs to win this fight with pure domination. He needs to make it look easy, make it boring if he has to by just dominating this because this is one of those fights where you should win. Easy. Easy. Now, we also have some other fights this weekend coming up. Um, 
Well, we're going to kind of jump back and forth by the days that they're airing. Just because we want to talk about Devin, Devin Alexander finally returns to the ring against Walter Castillo. Not sure what, De what Devin Alexander is going to show up, but I need him to show up with I'll be back. urgency that he wants to fight and wants to win. That he wants to be here with the best of them. Because that's what he's doing. That's what he needs to do. So we'll see which Devin Alexander shows up. I want to see him Hold come on. back into the ring. Guess yeah. what I'm saying about him? Uh, yeah, Devin Alexander, uh, guy from St. Louis, known as uh, Devin Alexander the, the Great. The Great. He, good record, always faced a lot of good opposition. I, <coughs> dang, man, I suck as a person yeah, today, man. You do. You're horrible. Yeah, hold on. Let me get my bearings together. All right. So. We've, we've discussed this guy many a time, so we, and the reason why we discuss all these fighters over and over again. Do we like one, some of them? Well, yeah, because we like some of them, but also is to get it drilled in you guys' head. So we got uh, this guy who's fought Americon, Jesus mm -hmm. Soto Carras, uh, Sean Porter, you know, Marcos Maidana, Lucas Matisse, Timothy Bradley. So, you know, he has Demarcus Corley. Mm -hmm. uh, we got, he has a good, good track wins, record. Good wins, good Yeah, good wins, good losses. 26-4 and four with 14 knockouts. So I've always liked this. Dude had a huge forehead, man. So like that's one of the things I always uh, recognize about him, too. So, But I'm glad that he's Can't rock back. a fitted cap. Nah, knee snapback. Gotta go snapback. <laughs> knee, knee snapback. But um, I'm, I'm happy that he's back in televised. So. Me, too. Me, too. Because he is, when he's on top of his game, he's a legit contender. Sal Paul welterweight. And, and can give you problems. And so that goes back into how we talked about how the welterweight division yep. is just still just reigning up. supreme. So it's like when you forget somebody who's a former champion, like you know, like Devin Alexander. Yep. Here, hold on. Let me. I'm even going to throw some. Now I'm just going over these pretty quickly, but Devin Alexander is not even ranked top 15 in the welterweight division. Not anymore. In, That's in, sad. Any, in, out of wow. Any WBC, WBA, WBO, IBF. Wow. I couldn't picture that. I didn't think. I didn't think this day would come about so soon, but it makes sense because he hasn't been active or relevant. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe he can find his way back onto them scorecards, back into the rankings. If he looks good on this, man, I can shoot him right. We got to see what you got left, man. You got to want it because these last couple fights, you looked gun shy. You looked like you're just expecting expecting to lose yourself. So we'll see what happens. Julian Williams makes his return back into the ring against a tough, tough opponent, Ishe Smith. Julian Williams, last time we saw him fight, he got KTFO'd by Jermel Charlo. Am I 100% on that, Charlo? No. Uh, he beat uh, Joshua Conley. He ah. was a TKO, but before that, it was Jamal Charlo. Jamal he did, Charlo. Uh, he got uh, KF. He got KTFO'd. KTFO Got knocked out, which was a great fight. But Julia Williams come back in there versus Ishe Smith. Ishe Smith, the first ever Las Vegas-born champion. And you make sure you say that every single time. Every single time. Because we haven't got a number two yet. Man, no. you got um, you got my man Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. He's always a champ. That's yeah. right. And we'll see how he does as a New York Yankee probably next year. Um, this is going to be a pick em fight in my personal opinion, but mm -hmm. I honestly think uh, Ishe Smith will be able to take care of this. I think he's another class above him. I think he'll be able to use his veteran skill, yeah. veteran talent. This is not being biased because he's from Vegas, but I believe he should get the win on this one. i like to see Ishe Smith win also. Now the biggest fight probably this weekend is going to be Carl Frampton versus Horatio Garcia. 
Okay. Only because Canelo's going to fly to Belfast and watch the fight. <laughs> That's why this is going to be the biggest fight this weekend. Now, over under, do you think Horatio Garcia will slip in the shower? No. No. He'll make the fight. He'll make the fight. He'll make the fight. Okay. We'll so, see. Um, I want to see the Jackal return. Yeah. Um, Boxing know, needs Carl Frampton. Boxing just need not only just needs Carl Frampton. Um, Leo Santa Cruz, I think, needs Carl Frampton. It's just <laughs> you. We have we get very few good trilogies, especially when they split. And you know both fights are entertaining. Yep. So Carl Frampton, I don't think he's looking over Horatio Garcia, but I think he can take care of this guy easy. He's gonna have. To I think he needs good. to. I think he needs to win with domination. Yeah. Knock this guy out if he can. Uh-huh. And then start putting the pressure on Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah. Start calling him out. Get Eddie Hearn to put the pressure on Al Heyman because they seem to have a good working arrangement as far as for negotiating fights. But they need he needs to do that and put the pressure on it right away and start going out on social media and make him let him, let him know that the more important rematch for Leo Santa Cruz is not against Abner Mares. No, it's against Carl Frampton. And that's what and that's what needs to be done, man. You uh, do you, you think Abner Mares can beat Carl Frampton? Nah. Neither do I. Nah. I think, and especially the way Carl Frampton lost, I think he has a big chip on his shoulder, man. That big chip. Get, that he wants to get rid of. So, yeah. I think uh, that's unfinished business that you had to yeah. do. I'd still, Carl Frampton needs to be more vocal. Because I know I would. I'm like, hey, but homeboy, you promised hey, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. going to Belfast. We had, what? We yo, had, yo, yo, yo. We had yeah. something to do. We had an agreement. You know what I'm saying? Is your word mean nothing? <laughs> Means nothing at all? Carl Frampton, go ahead and get that dominate. Win because we want to see that trilogy more than anybody else. Welcome to the season of the sickness, the sickest episode yet. Episode yeah. 70 brought to you by Squared Circle 101. Make the, sure you hit us up on Facebook.com. The fact that I even lasted this long, man, that tells you something. Man, I'm a fighter, I'm a ah, warrior, man. I, that's I, what she I, said. <laughs> that's what she said. That man. is terrible. Make sure you man. hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little spec to us on Twitter at Talking Spec 101. And don't forget to download that. That Squared Circle app. It's available at Google Play and iOS. And tell your friends, tell your family. We got listeners in Croatia. We got some new listeners in Saudi Arabia and the Philippines. We're international, baby. Nationwide as well. Number one show in the PNW. You know where to find us, man. But check y'all next week. Cheers.